1: These podcasts all come from a series of four books I have written entitled, In Defense of Christianity. The ebook, paperback, and audio can be accessed at ronaldmesser.com or on Amazon. Today's podcast is taken from Volume 3, The Law of Liberty, Chapter 5, The Promised Land, and the Blessings of Abraham. It is entitled, The Fifth Commandment. The Ten Commandments were called by James the law of liberty. In James 2 we read, For he that said, Do not commit adultery, also said, Do not kill. Now if thou commit no adultery, yet if thou kill, thou art become a transgressor of the law. So speak ye, and so do, as they that shall be judged by the law of liberty. James reveals that we will finally be judged by the Ten Commandments, or by what he calls the law of liberty. His statement sent me on a quest to analyze the Ten Commandments as the Law of Liberty. Let me refer you to Volume 3, the third volume in my quadrilogy entitled, In Defense of Christianity, soon to be available on Amazon and Audible. It becomes a fascinating study to analyze the Ten Commandments in this new light as the Law of Liberty. In this podcast, I would like to look at the Fifth Commandment, Honor Thy Father and Thy Mother, as it relates to the Law of Liberty. The fifth commandment is unique in that it completes the purpose of the first four commandments. Thou shalt have no other gods before me. Thou shalt not make unto thee any graven image. Thou shalt not take the name of the Lord thy God in vain. Remember the Sabbath day to keep it holy. For example, by keeping the first four commandments, you honor your Father in heaven. By honoring your Father in heaven, you also keep the first and greatest commandment. Thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, and with all thy soul, and with all thy mind. In other words, if you honor your Heavenly Father by observing the first four commandments, then you will be free from the bondage of slavery, just as the Hebrews were delivered from the bondage of Egypt. In every situation where the tribes of Israel were led into bondage, it was because they violated the first five commandments. Commandment five, however, is known as the commandment with a promise because it has a unique promise attached to it, which is a covenant with the Lord. The fifth commandment states, Honor thy father and thy mother that thy days may be long upon the land which the Lord thy God giveth thee. All commandments with a promise are literal covenants with God. In fact, every commandment of God carries a promise of eternal life. Therefore, every commandment is a covenant. All spiritual commandments of God stated in the Holy Bible are on the same pattern as all temporal commandments of God stated in the laws of nature, sometimes referred to as the laws of science or laws of time, known as temporal laws. The terms temporal laws and spiritual laws could also be called the laws of time and the laws of eternity, both inextricably connected to the principle of causality. In other words, if you obey the law, you will be guaranteed the effect or consequences. Obedience to law brings positive consequences. Disobedience to law brings negative consequences. Disobedience to spiritual law is called sin. Without spiritual law, there would be no sin. We should be as diligent in studying spiritual laws as we are in studying temporal laws. Both sets of laws have a cause and both sets of laws have an effect. In other words, they carry absolute consequences. The spiritual laws differ from temporal laws in one significant aspect. All spiritual laws form a covenant between us and God, allowing us the agency to obey or to disobey. On the one hand, we cannot disobey the law of gravity, therefore we are not given a choice. All laws of nature fall under that category. If we disobey any law of nature, we receive injury. We may try to ignore the laws of nature, but the consequences are sometimes swift and all are subject to the scientific method. In spiritual laws, however, the consequences are often postponed. In many instances, we may not feel the effects until the next life. We may choose whether or not to obey spiritual laws, whether to believe in God or not to believe in God, whether to obey the Ten Commandments or not to obey the Ten Commandments. The great error many make is the misguided notion that because one may choose to obey or disobey the Ten Commandments, one may also choose to escape the consequences, regardless of their choices. The law of justice requires that all broken laws must be paid for in full without exceptions. Whereas both temporal laws and spiritual laws are absolute, the consequence is irrevocable. Spiritual laws have a special dispensation. The effects may be postponed during the days of our probation on earth, or they may be forgiven if we rely upon the tender mercies of Christ. In Gethsemane and on the cross, Christ paid for all broken laws with his own blood. He satisfied the law of justice. The difference between the consequences of temporal laws and spiritual laws is that Christ offered to pay for our sins on condition that we take upon ourselves his name and repent. We never escape law. Only by learning law can we fully be in charge of our own lives. Only by obedience to law can we gain blessings. If we want liberty, we must obey the law of liberty. In other words, we must obey the Ten Commandments. There is no alternative route. That brings us to the great question, what is sin? Sin is nothing more than disobedience to absolute law. Is sin bad because God says it is? Or is sin bad because the inevitable consequences are bad? The answer is given by Paul in Romans 6.23. The wages of sin is death. Sin is bad because of the consequences. On the other hand, as Paul added, but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. Sin, in fact, is nothing more than violating the commandments of God. There is a cause and an effect. In other words, all commandments follow the principle of causality. God is simply saying that if you want this effect, then follow this law. In Christian terms, if you want to be blessed, then follow the law that promises that blessing. It has its opposite. If you want to be cursed, then violate the law, and the curse will inevitably follow unless one falls under the mercy of Christ. Blessings and cursings are not arbitrary gifts of God. They are based upon absolute law. They have absolute conditions and were ordained before the world began. Christ said, And ye shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. In other words, we must have knowledge of law, for law is truth, and law makes us free. Obviously, it is assumed that if we know the law, we will obey the law.
0: James is saying that if you want liberty, then you must obey the laws of liberty or the Ten Commandments.
1: That is the only route to liberty. Any other path will lead to captivity. Any nation that turns its back on the Ten Commandments, regardless of their culture, regardless of their religion, regardless of their political philosophy, will fall into a form of totalitarianism and will eventually fall. As with disobeying the laws of nature, which are also organized by God, disobeying the spiritual laws of God will lead to self-destruction. No society can be free that does not collectively live the absolute laws of God. Where the majority of people are evil, freedom will be the first casualty.
0: What then is the role of the fifth commandment? Honor thy father and thy mother.
1: The key is in the promise that thy days may be long upon the land which the Lord thy God giveth thee.
0: It reminds me of the promise the Lord made with Abraham. In Genesis 15, we read, In the same day the Lord made a covenant with Abraham, saying, Unto thy seed have I given this land from the river of Egypt unto the great river, the river Euphrates.
1: To the house of Israel that was known as the promised land. When the Lord gave Moses the Ten Commandments, in the Fifth Commandment he stated, Honor thy father and thy mother, that thy days may be long in the land which the Lord thy God shall give thee.
0: Are you saying that the fifth commandment applies to everyone, not just to the Jews?
1: Yes, but only the children of Israel were allotted the land between the river of Egypt and the river Euphrates. That is their promised land. Everyone born on this earth has their own promised land.
0: You mean the land where they were born?
1: Possibly, or like the children of Israel, they may be personally led to their own promised land. Each person must decide that for themselves. It is between them and the Lord, but regardless of where their promised land is, the commandment holds. They must keep the fifth commandment, or they have no promise.
0: Perhaps there is no history in the world more fascinating than the history of the Jews. Christianity is so tied in with the history recorded in the Bible that the two cannot be seen as separate. But you are saying that the promised land of the Jews is not the promised land of the Christians. Therefore, we must expand our definition.
1: Exactly. Whereas I would love to visit Israel, I have absolutely no desire to live there. I have more affection for the Packlet River than I have for the Jordan River, as romantic as the name may sound. If done by proper authority, baptism in the Packlet River is just as valid as baptism in the Jordan River.
0: Many came to America because they saw the New World as their promised land.
1: America is my promised land, and in America, I'm a child of the South. And to me, South Carolina and Tennessee are non-pareil.
0: Spoken like a true Southerner. But for others, their promised land may be North America or South America. It may be Europe or Asia or Africa or India and so on.
1: Where your heart is, is your promised land.
0: The Savior said in Matthew 5, 8, that those who see God will be the pure in heart. The pure in heart have no earthly boundaries. Where the pure in heart are, there will be Zion, for they will see God.
1: We should all look at the fifth commandment. Honor thy father and thy mother, that thy days may be long upon the land which the Lord thy God giveth thee, as it applies to us and to our promised land. We are all children of God. God is no respecter of persons.
0: I am no southerner. My father was a forest ranger in Wyoming, and the Wind River area with its thousand lakes for me was my promised land. But since America is my homeland, I want my days to be long upon the land of America. Like you, I want my promised land to be between the shores of the Atlantic and the shores of the Pacific, not between the river of Egypt and the great river of Euphrates.
1: I would say to everyone, regardless of the country God has assigned to you, if you honor your earthly parents, as the commandment states, you are promised that not only will you prosper in the land, but you will also be able to remain in the promised land forever.
0: In other words, if we obey the laws given to Abraham, we can claim the blessing of the covenant of the Lord made to Abraham, to the seed of Abraham, the Lord promised. Honor your father and your mother that your days may be prolonged in the land which the Lord your God gives to you. Honor your father and mother that it may be well with you in the land which the Lord your God gives you.
1: Honor has many meanings. As a verb, it means to put your father and mother in a place of honor. It means to show high respect, great esteem, reverence, deference, approbation, praise, veneration, and fealty. As a noun, it means to hold them in a place of honor, not only in our own lives, but in speaking of them to others. As an adjective, it means to define them as honorable, worthy, laudable, good, and praiseworthy. As their offspring, it means to uphold their good name, to bring honor to our parents by practicing the virtues we see in them, and living a life of rectitude, honesty, integrity, uprightness, etc., to carry on the good traditions.
0: It is a fact of life, however, that some parents are dishonorable. Good sense would say that we don't perpetuate that which is bad, nor live an illusion. However, bad parents do not release us from the fifth commandment, though sometimes we may, by circumstances, be forced to show our honor from a distance.
1: Bad parents can even give us a greater obligation. We can take it upon ourselves to restore the good name of our family. To live as we wish they had lived, to treat our children as we wish they had treated us, to stop the badness and to restore the goodness, and to teach by example.
0: It follows that one cannot honor his or her parents more than by breaking the chains of destruction and changing the direction of future generations. Many extraordinary children have saved unextraordinary parents. Honor does not mean imitation honor means to hold the highest integrity regardless of the model
1: on earth we're myopic paul said we see through a glass darkly sometimes we need to step back and try to see the whole for example abraham one of the greatest patriarchs who ever lived had a very bad father who imitated the sins of his culture abraham broke the chain and now stands at the head of the entire human family he brought honor to his family not by imitating his father but by obeying the commandments of God. Please read Genesis 12, 1 through 2.
0: Now the Lord had said unto Abraham, Get thee out of thy country, and from thy kindred, and from thy father's house, unto a land that I will show thee. And I will make of thee a great nation, and I will bless thee, and will make thy name great, and thou shalt be blessed.
1: If it weren't for Abraham, we wouldn't even know his father. His father stayed behind. Abraham went on, it was through his lineage that Christ was born, and Abraham, not his father, became the patriarch of the human race, carrying on the traditions of his ancestors and our ancestors, Adam and Eve. It is through Abraham that the covenant was made that would bless the entire earth. Please read Genesis 12 and 3.
0: And I will bless them that bless thee, and curse him that curseth thee, and in thee shall all families of the earth be blessed. Our first
1: parents were Adam and Eve. However, after a thousand years, the world fell into such wickedness that the Lord destroyed it with a flood. The Lord then chose Noah and his family to be the head of the human race. And through the lineage of Noah, he preserved the traditions begun by Adam and Eve. Again, the world fell into wickedness. Therefore, the Lord chose Abraham and Sariah and their children to preserve his traditions.
0: And from Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, and their descendants, we have the Old Testament and the New Testament, and above all, the lineage of Jesus Christ Himself. And from there the gospel was taught to the world. We have the Ten Commandments just as the children of Israel have the Ten Commandments, and all the promises given to them are now also given to us.
1: Christ expanded the criteria. Rather than the literal seed of Abraham, Christ gave His covenants to all. He said to the multitude, Bring forth therefore fruits worthy of repentance, and begin not to say within yourselves, We have Abraham to our father, for I say unto you that God is able of these stones to raise up children unto Abraham.
0: We too, like Adam, like Noah, and like Abraham, stand at the head of a family that will stretch out into millennia.
1: You and I have thirteen children between us, forty-three grandchildren and three great-grandchildren and counting. Imagine in a thousand years how large our posterity will be. In the eyes of the world, perhaps, the genealogical lines become blurred. But in the eyes of God, they stand out with great clarity, and He knows our place in that order.
0: No matter how large our family tree, no tribe is so large, no family so old that Christ does not see you. He remembers you from a long-ago time, and He sees you in an everlasting eternity. He is on the first-name basis with all of his family. The family lines may be blurred on earth, but they are not blurred to God. Remember that
1: banyan tree we saw in India? It covered three acres. It was so old that no one knew which one was the main trunk. Our genealogical lines are somewhat like that banyan tree, blurred through time.
0: But they are not lost to God.
1: One of my favorite poets is Gerard Manley Hopkins. Would you please read his poem, The Lantern Out of the Doors?
0: Sometimes a lantern moves along the night that interests our eyes. And who goes there, I think, where from and bound, I wonder where, with all down darkness wide, his waiting light. Men go by me, whom either beauty bright in mold or mind or what not else makes rare. They reign against our much thick and marsh air, rich beams, till death or distant buys them quite. Death or distance soon consumes them. Wind, what most I may I after be in at the end. I cannot, and out of sight is out of mind. Christ minds, Christ's interests, what to avow or amend. There eyes them, heart wants, care haunts, foot follows kind. Their ransom, their rescue, and first, fast, last friend.
1: Hopkins can be difficult to read. Since I have Hopkins' poem in front of me, permit me to give one possible interpretation. The author sees a lantern moving through the night. He doesn't see a face. He doesn't know who is carrying the lantern. He asks, where did he come from? Where is he going? He wonders, but he will never know. It is too dark. He reflects that many men go by him till death overtakes them, but they remain strangers to him. He said, death or distance soon consumes them he ends with a phrase familiar to us all out of sight is out of mind
0: but mr hopkins a devout christian adds christ minds christ's interest what to avow or amend There eyes them heart wants care haunts foot follows kind their ransom their rescue and first fast last friend
1: In other words, Christ knows who they all are. He loves them. He cares for them. He ransomed them. He rescued them. He is their first, fast, last friend.
0: Sometimes poets speak like prophets.
1: Walt Whitman, America's poet laureate, referred to poets as prophets, seers, and revelators. But speaking of true prophets, I have listed a number of references in the Bible that refer to the promises made to Abraham, and consequently to the seed of Abraham. The same promises apply to all children of God, regardless of the heritage. As an ending to our podcast, would you please read the following quotes, given their references? I have entitled them, The Blessings of Abraham.
0: And I will make of thee a great nation, and I will bless thee, and make thy name great, and thou shalt be a blessing, and I will bless them that bless thee, and curse him that curseth thee, and in thee shall all the families of the earth be blessed. That is genesis twelve two through three that in blessing I will bless thee, and in multiplying I will multiply thy seed as the stars of the heaven and as the sand which is upon the seashore, and thy seed shall possess the gates of his enemies, and in thy seed shall all the nations of the earth be blessed, because thou hast obeyed my voice genesis twenty two seventeen through eighteen And he said, It is a light thing that thou shouldest be my servant to raise up the tribes of Jacob and to restore the preserved of Israel. I will also give thee for a light to the Gentiles that thou mayest be my salvation unto the end of the earth. That one is Isaiah 49, 6. For thou art an holy people unto the Lord thy God, and the Lord hath chosen thee to be a peculiar people unto himself above all the nations that are upon the earth. Deuteronomy 14.2
1: Note in the scriptures above the 14 promises to Abraham. 1. I will make of thee a great nation. 2. I will bless thee. 3. I will make thy name great. 4. Thou shalt be a blessing. 5. I will bless them that bless thee. 6. I will curse him that curseth thee. 7. In thee shall all families of the earth be blessed eight. I will multiply thy seed as the stars of the heaven and as the sand which is upon the seashore. nine. Thy seed shall possess the gate of his enemies. ten. In thy seed shall all the nations of the earth be blessed. eleven. I will also give thee for a light to the Gentiles. twelve. Thou mayest be my salvation unto the end of the earth. thirteen. Thou art an holy people unto the Lord thy God. And fourteen the Lord hath chosen thee to be a peculiar people unto himself, above all the nations that are upon the earth.
0: Through Abraham, those same blessings are promised to all those who accept the gospel of Christ. Allow me to also read the following from the New Testament. And if ye be Christ's, then ye are Abraham's seed and heirs according to the promise, Galatians 3.29. That the blessing of Abraham might come on the gentiles through jesus christ that we might receive the promise of the spirit through faith galatians three fourteen. but ye are a chosen generation a royal priesthood and holy nation a peculiar people that ye should show forth the praises of him who hath called you out of darkness into his marvelous light first peter 2 9.
1: there are both implicit and explicit conditions and both implicit and explicit blessings or consequences attached to the fifth commandment. Because blessings are attached is why it is called the promised land or land with a promise. In other words, it is a binding contract or binding covenant between you and God. If you meet the conditions established by God, you will be guaranteed the blessings promised by God.
0: The important part is that the promises given to Abraham pertain to each one of us individually. If we obey the Ten Commandments, if we serve our Savior, we are eligible for the blessings of Abraham.
1: Linda, would you please read the conditions while I read the promises?
0: Conditions. Number one, God gave you the land for an inheritance. Two, you must honor your father. Three, you must honor your mother. Four, families are defined by god as a mother and a father five family unity is essential to a strong nation
1: promises one your days will be prolonged in the land two you will prosper in the lord's way in the land three you will be protected from your enemies four you will maintain your freedom five your nation will prosper six your nation will be strong seven your nation will endure, and eight, your nation will remain free.
0: Thank you for listening. Watch for our next podcast.